2: Oh, here we right. are
0: it's Friday
3: welcome to the ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Thank you so much for spending time with us. You get 90 minutes on YouTube today. 30 minutes on WKYC. How's everybody feeling on
4: this Friday? Well, you know, just you know, live and well in a four and two weekend. Um, Looking spiff, bro. Try. Yeah. Listen, I, you know, I, this, this, is, uh, this, this is a, this, this is a consultant G. Bush. I come in and tell you why your construction company's losing money. $1,000 an hour. you bro that's you guys are overspending on two by fours. Yeah, yeah, like you that right
2: People now. get paid to do something like that. Yes, these oh. consultants. What a what a what, a, that's a what joke that is, that's what, that's, fired, is a yep. that's what I'm doing next. The consulting world is where it's at. it yeah. really is where it's at. What yep. a racket. Yeah, I mean that's Boom. one big con. Here's much. the
3: thing. So here's how you ask yourself how you can dip in on this. Yeah. What do you know more than anything in the world?
2: Television shows. Baseball, I was going to say radio. Foodie, food. I, I was going to say radio. You, you could be a, radio a sports radio. consultant. I should consultant. be a sports radio consultant. All you got to do it. Bull,
3: is make a website
2: and start an LLC. The You're reality done. is that I would say roughly ninety percent of radio program directors don't know what are complete doing. buffoons. Yes, and they've they never worked in radio, so they've never worked in, on the air. Right. So they don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know how to spot talent. They're idiots. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can Start do Start a company. Do Let's it next do it. week.
3: And Let's ride into the sunset. There it is. Um, we are – this is a 4 o'clock game, right? Because it's West it Coast. It is, yep. So, I hate 4 o'clock games. I do, too. I don't love them. That means we're 53 hours from kickoff. Um, hate them. It just makes it longer for it to get here. lot to talk about today on today's show. lot to talk about. Uh, the quarterback situation continues to be a hot talker. What are they going to do? Are they going to do anything – also, I noticed yesterday, Derrick Henry's getting a lot of traction. Now, we mentioned him on the show here because the Titans seem to be in sell mode. Yeah. It seems like everybody in the league is interested in this guy. That scares me. It's going to ratchet the price up. I also saw the Ravens are said to be interested in him. Yeah, I don't like That'd that. I'd be like, smart for them. It'd be brilliant for them. i not like that. Now, they could be doing two things here. They could be just saying, well, we know Cleveland needs a running back, and they're still super hot over Cleveland for sort of resetting the quarterback market with the Deshaun Watson contract. They might just be floating rumors out there just to make Cleveland have to pay more than they think they would otherwise have to pay to get them.
4: I I, don't know. I've already heard Dalvin Cook, too. Wants out. He hasn't done anything. No, he hasn't. He's he's gone to the Jets already and said, I'd like like to be moved.
2: Now,
3: look, he would have been far more effective if Aaron Rodgers was playing because they would be
2: two-dimensional.
3: Well, no, they
2: are two-dimensional. Brees Hall's been excellent.
3: Yeah, well, Breeze Hall's taking all the carries. Right. But I I think that if you had a quarterback that could throw the football, you know what that does. It opens yeah, up yeah, the yeah. running game. It could be more room for him to eat. But I don't know. Would you guys be interested in him?
4: Sure. I've sure. ran a minimal
2: at a nothing price. Yeah, I mean, very not done anything this sure.
4: year. Sure. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind yeah.
0: Anything could be an upgrade over what they have right now, frankly. I know you say Hunt's got three wheels. He's a <laughs> tricycle out there. I, and I, everyone gets so mad at me when I say that. It's like. He, he has a useful role, right? Yeah. But I, I think everyone was so excited, like, Kareem's back. I'm like, guys, there's a lot of tread on those tires. Like, yeah.
2: he's averaging yeah. three yards of carry. All right, but there's a space between he's what he was and he's useless, right? And, yeah, it, I didn't and see it, he was useless. Somewhere in the middle is yeah, where yeah, he yeah. is. You yeah. can
0: get real far on a tricycle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you remember the big wheels? Can he be a big wheel? Yeah, uh, a big
0: wheel. Okay, a big, okay, wheel. A big like, wheel with a hey, cool brake. The, the goal line package and stuff like that, like, yeah, yeah, you want the ball. You can
3: argue he's picked up the most important yard this season. Yeah, that's true. Because the difference between four and two and three and three huge. feels like huge. a huge chasm. Okay, um, a lot to get to, uh, but first got to say our first hello and good morning of the day to Mikey McNuggets.
1: What's up guys? Busy show. We're gonna jump right into things after we remind the good people of the world that FanDuel is unquestionably undoubted the number one sportsbook in America. Right now brand new customers get $200 (laughs) in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a single $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is literally no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And yesterday we had Jordan Kessler submit a winning ticket a nice little three-part parlay on Thursday Night Football. He hit the Buffalo money line under forty-two and a half total points, and the Tampa Bay spread. He hit it, and he turned nineteen and a half dollars into a hundred and eleven. dollars Essentially five to one Ooh. odds. So shout out to Jordan nice. Kessler for winning. You could be the next winner if you join FanDuel as well. So with that, Jay, let's talk a little quarterback action. Yeah. Brissett no calls, and Deshaun. Will he be Deshaun again this year? Let's
3: go to Jason for the Brissett no yeah. calls because we really haven't talked about that on the show. Yesterday we talked about. The fact that they, we thought that they would be calling.
0: What do you have on that? I talked to Diana Rossini, who works with us at The Athletic. asked Diana if she would reach out to Washington. Very and, plugged in to Washington, by the way, she and, is. And she said, I already have, and Browns haven't called. Yeah. So that tells me Brissette's not happening. And I, I wrote that the other day. If you're going to make the Jacoby move, you make it now. Like sure. You call them Sunday night, Monday. You get him here tuesday passive physical get on the practice field wednesday he plays sunday that's the that's the beauty of jacoby that's one of the big pluses of him he's a plug and play guy you trade for a monday he can play on sunday but the fact that they haven't called yet tells me they're not going to and yeah. they're they're going to roll with what they've got now they could always
3: you know see more of pj walker on sunday that they've already
0: seen yeah and come to the conclusion that yeah this probably isn't going to be a long-term bridge. But they should know that already. I, there's I, you know, there's that's what nothing that should happen on that field Sunday that should sway you one way or the other. You know it. Now, the hope is, and I mentioned this before we started on the show, you know, PJ's had, I think, four practices prior to this week. He had the full week of, of San Francisco, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and he had Wednesday last week before Deshaun came back Thursday, Friday. So he's had four practices, essentially. Right. And now with a full week this week, you know, maybe he could be incrementally better. But you know what he is. There, there's, there should be nothing that happens on that field Sunday that says, oh, my God, yeah, can the, you believe that? we got to get somebody else the in The couple here. of practices
3: he had yeah. this week isn't yeah, going to turn guy. him into this, you know, all of a sudden perfect
2: answer. Right. It's obviously a small sample size this season, and in his career he hasn't played a ton. But he's been the worst quarterback in the NFL this year. Not amongst the worst. He's been the worst quarterback in the league. So incrementally better is not good enough. Agree. And if the Browns don't do anything to address this position, which so far they have done absolutely nothing obviously but sit on their hands, it's a disgrace. I have defended Kevin Stefanski and to some degree I've de- defended Andrew Berry. If they sit on their hands and have to go with PJ w- this idea that well we're going to we're going to get Deshaun back here, we're going to get you have to it, They have to do business as if Deshaun Watson's not going to play the rest of the year. And if he does, fine. If he can, great. But you have to do business right now as if he's not going to play. Because you sat him for a month and he looked completely useless when he went on the field. So what's another couple of weeks going to do? Well, it's a four to six week injury and he said yesterday that's
0: just a framework. That doesn't mean it's necessarily the case. The only way that this makes sense to me is if you believe he's coming back for Baltimore. And, if, and then because you're 4-2, and two, you have two NFC opponents between now and then. If you feel like, hey, you know, if we go 1-1 one and one on these, whatever, we can beat Arizona at home with P.J. Walker and we get him back for Baltimore. I just don't know how you can count on that. What have you seen yeah. that it's, makes you think and, you can and, and count Jay, on that and that he can survive if he does come back for Baltimore? What assurance do you have that he's going to be able to play the rest of the year? To that point. If you listen closely to what Deshaun's saying, he's not giving
3: any indication of when he'll be back. No, none. In fact, here's what we know for sure he has said this year. I don't think I'll be 100% at any point this year. Right? Can we play the clip from Bernie yesterday? This is Bernie Kosar, who had the exact same injury, talking about the likelihood Deshaun Watson returns to 100% this year. Let's play it.
5: It's a micro tear it's a micro tear it's not getting better though so Deshaun's problem is whether he even waits three or four weeks jay when he comes back they're going to jam him into the ground and it'll probably still become a rotator cuff surgery that is a full rotator in december and january that would inhibit him being ready in august of next year so it's not about his pain it's, he, and it's not about him not wanting to play. You could see he wanted to play. I could see, actually, me and him talking the coaches into him, saying, hey, I'm capable of playing. I can make the plays. But flat out, when P.J. Walker in the fourth quarter had to hit that fade on second and 10 and mm-hmm. drop it over the corner ahead uh, before the safety killed him, P.J. Walker's 100% arm was barely strong enough to make that throw that helped the Browns win True. the game. Yeah, When Deshaun was rolling left, his, it wasn't because he wasn't tough. It wasn't because um, he was turning it down. His shoulder involuntary switched and turned it down and didn't allow him to execute the, the, um, the throw. That and is the thing. That you talk about
3: that involuntary shutdown. Yeah. It's shut the muscle down. knows that yeah. if you it's... exert, you're going to have extreme pain. Right. So and you can't so get no it. Chance. And it's
5: shut down, so he has no chance. No That's chance it.
2: for him to be exactly. 100% this year. That's out the window. Correct. Right? I mean, that's, and that's it. if it's a again,
5: I haven't seen the, the, the MRI, but if it is a micro tear, it's
6: not guaranteed that that heals in six to eight weeks. This lockdown podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients, free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
3: That's kind of where we've been operating all along. You know, when we, when we reached out to the surgeons that we reached out to, they said that this is one of those deals that, it, it's there's a better chance that you completely tear it if you keep using it. And the definition that we looked up from the AMA and the surgical board that they used said that, you know, this is something that it's almost like it's got to be a complete shutdown for that length of time, and
4: he can't do that midseason. Yeah, I, you know, I, I did a blog about three, four weeks ago. I said, listen, if you're expecting to see the Deshaun Watson that you wanted to see in 2023, it's not going to be happening this year. Um, there's too many hits that quarterbacks take on a daily or weekly basis that he's not going to be able to take. He he, that, he didn't even get driven into the ground. He kind of got pushed, and he landed, put his arm down, and kind of hurt his uh, his shoulder uh, more. But for for me, I look at this as a, a body of work for the front office and the coaching staff. It's just not about what you do on the field and how you call plays. It's about what you do with your roster management. The roster management was flawed, uh, even when, back back when they Baker in 2021, when they went through this thing every single week, is Baker hurt? Was he not hurt? You know what happened with that. You go back to next year. You got you got the Deshaun Watson out for the 11 games, but but you still had people saying, "Hey, are you going to upgrade a deep tackle? Are you going to give us some receivers?" They did nothing. We talked about it. Linebackers, receivers, and defensive linemen, They did nothing on that year, and we talked about it. And we coined the gentleman's punt that year. We come back this year, they did upgrade the defensive line. They did try to do some things at wide receiver. But you sit here at 4-2, and two, you're in a position where you could go 5-2 and two and possibly even have a game set up against the Cardinals where you can be 6-2 in the driver's seat, so to speak. But you look like you don't have any intentions on upgrading for P.J. Walker. Your running backs are dinged up and, and, and hurt. We haven't heard anything on the front as far as what, uh, running backs are concerned. And, and most people still think, Mary Kay Gavin says, hey, we need a receiver. So hey, you can't fix every position in the season. But, but you Gee. can pick one. Well, you could pick one, but like it's unfair to
2: bring up all the like you can't fix everything in the well, middle. Well, no, of the season. But, 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 but teams by, have by injuries, injuries. But quarterback. You yeah.
4: might fix the wide receiver problem, but, but we haven't had we haven't heard rumblings about any of it. Well, it doesn't mean
2: it's not going to happen. But if they don't do it, if they don't do anything to address the team needs, yeah, that's a. I, I got a back big problem to Bernie's
3: with that. point. Well, how confident are you guys? if you had to put a percentage on it, that we'll see the 100% Deshaun Watson at some point this year. Zero. 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 Yeah, I'm, the same, I'm exactly yeah. the same spot. Yeah. And because of that, I, I don't know that – I imagine they're assessing the same thing inside the building, and they've got much more information than we have. Of course. Right. They might have doctors telling them, saying, look, is it a micro tear? Yeah. It's not extreme. Give them three to four weeks of complete inactivity. No throwing the football. And I think he got 100%. Deshaun Watson. Maybe that's the case, and we just don't have that information. But they already it, did that. It didn't work? No, I'm talking about from, from Sunday's game. You're right. They tried yeah. that, and it didn't work. I think they were fooled by the notion that he said he was ready to go. Bernie's point on the rollout interception is so dead on. You guys have all had some kind of an injury before. And you know that you have a limit that you can reach to before the pain really kicks in. That pain is the message to the brain, stop doing what you're doing. You're going to make this worse. And Bernie's felt that pain. He knows it. We've all felt it. You don't even think about it. I love that Bernie said it's an involuntary response. The muscle saying, no, 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 we can't go where you want to go right now, so we're not going to. And if you just take a little bit of sauce, as Bernie calls it, off the ball, those completions become interceptions. I, I am for... Putting him on IR, doing it today, so the clock starts for the Seattle game, and you get him back. Guys, even if you go one and three, it, you look, they're four and two. They should be able to manage going one and three. You're still five and five with seven to it's go. Re- it's irrelevant anyway. He can't play. Well, we right? don't know. No, no, I'm, a, this, I'm operating under the assumption that the doctors could say shut him down for four weeks, and by right. shut him down, I mean shut no, him down. No, but what down. I'm saying
2: is, whether. What, what Debating whether shutting him down and what their record is going to be is irrelevant because the idea that he can play at any kind of a winning level in the next four weeks is ridiculous. Right, is it, well, and what, what's, what's going to happen if they don't put him on IR? You're right; they should put him on IR. What's going to happen is he's going to convince them to play again because he's a player. He right, that's play. why I like the IR option that takes that off but the table. I just don't think
0: they're going to do it. Obviously, they think. It, they feel he could be back within the four weeks, or they would. <laughs> just but uh, you know, well, we, they thought that once, and they were dead wrong. Well, and like we, everyone wants to keep blaming Kevin and Andrew for this, it goes a little higher than that, guys. Like there's someone else writing the checks who oh, wants trust to see me. him out there too. Trust, trust me, he's not out of our bullseye. So I just everyone says. I can't believe Kevin keeps running him out there. I can't keep Kevin. I can't believe Andrew wants to play second. him. Are you get? Do you have some sort of information? No, no that- not this time. But I know with Baker, it was all ownership. <laughs> sure, like, ownership was one pushing him out there. And Wait again,
2: a so you're saying Jimmy made Stefanski play Baker? I'm saying ownership. Baker wanted to play. I'm saying
0: ownership wanted to see Baker on the field because they had to make a decision on whether or not to pay him. Right, like, And I've said that a hundred times. Yeah. Like, they had to decide what they were going to do with the contract. Are we going to pay this guy or not? And he got hurt the second game of the season. So based on the information they had up until that point, they weren't going to pay him. See, they wanted to see another year out of him. That's part of the reason why he kept playing. That's
2: what dumb owners do.
0: But now, <laughs> na- now, in my opinion, you have to protect the asset because you have him under control. Yeah, are paying a, him all that a key money. I, So there's two ways to look at this. I've got all this money invested in him. I want him out there. Or... I've got all this money invested in him. We have to protect the assets. Long shut term. him down. Yeah. And it seems to be they're doing run him out there more than protect the assets at this point.
4: I think a lot of people are conflating two, two different things. One is if he goes out there, is he too hurt? Is the pain too great that he can't play? And the other one is even if he doesn't feel it's hurt he still can't effectively throw the football. Mm-hmm. So if you can't effectively throw the football, it doesn't matter if you sit him a whole year. Like if he comes back and it doesn't hurt and he can't complete five to 10-yard passes, that, that does you no good. He does neither one of you It's good. really yeah. a worst case from the
0: sense of if it was a Nick Chubb injury, if he blew out his knee, he had to have surgery, you know he's done mm-hmm. for the year. Out of sight, out of mind. And now, okay, what do we do going forward? We know yeah. Deshaun's not an option. Right. There is so much ambiguity with this, and there's so much of – They don't know how to act. It's really – it puts him in a really difficult spot. Let me, let me because you, this, you, don't wanna, you don't want to Because you don't want to put yeah. him on IR if he can be back for that fourth game. I know? wonder if
2: the doctors actually think there's an ambiguity here or if this is just football people turning it into I that. I mean,
0: if the, if the doctor said – Or Jimmy him.
2: Haslam turning it into that. I,
0: I, I have to believe if the doctor said shut him down, put him on IR, they would. Yeah, and and
3: the reason that I'm just a little concerned about the doctor side of it is uh, originally he was cleared to play in the game, you know, the Baltimore game after Tennessee. That's somewhat troubling to me, particularly now that this injury has. That part of it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense at all to me, but we do know that he was cleared. He was told by team doctors, you're good to go. Yeah. I want to, before we move on from this topic, I want to question all of you guys. And Jay, I'll start with you. Everything has a clock to it, Mm -hmm. there's a window. Mm hmm. And we saw what the Rams did with their trade, and they went all in, and they 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 got the Super Bowl. So now fans just have to understand there's going to be a period of uncompetitive, not competitive football. It actually is not true. No, they're doing very well. You know how you you know how you can dig yourself out of that mistake, find. Uh, Puka, Pu-
2: Puka Nakua in the f- fifth round. And that's why I never worry round. about the cap, because smart teams with smart GMs can find players to, to make up for the guys. We don't have go. that track record here. We don't. So we
3: can't lean on that. Yeah. But my question to you, Jay, as they're looking at, because the, the ownership and even general manager and, and head coach to a certain extent have to look at the, the, the broader picture moving out. What is the window of opportunity to really be a Super Bowl contender? Is that window still on the upside, or has it hit its peak and is now beginning to close? Because that's what it does. It opens, right. it closes. Right. It opens, it closes. So, if they think that it's at its peak or it's on its way down, you can understand the urgency to do it this year right. because you almost no. can't push it off all the way to next year if you think... That because of the cap and because of the lack of but If he draft can't picks, play, he can't play. I know, but I'm, I'm asking, Jay, do you think that that is playing into the equations here and they're feeling like it's urgent, it's got to be this year because
0: the window is at its peak now? No, I don't think they feel that way because that's why they're protecting this $34 million that they have to roll over to next year, where if, if you felt like this is it, then you just exhaust the $34 million now and then, you know. Whatever happens next year happens, and I think they're trying to be proactive and roll some of this over. But there are going to be – you know, I'll go back to what Burroughs said, what Joe Burroughs said. If I'm on the team, our window's open. And you have to feel that way if you have a franchise quarterback. Now, obviously, Deshaun hasn't really demonstrated that since he's been here. But you you would like to say theoretically the window's three more years because Deshaun's under control for three more years. But I don't know. And realistically, if he does at some point play back at the level, we hope he does. Then you have it will be open for those years. Does
3: it change your because you've been pretty optimistic that he is going to
4: return in? I'm a not as confident to right now. Houston, Deshaun. This is the least confident I've been. Okay. Yes. G. Um, my my confidence is taking a hit. Um, be, because of everything going into it, like. You know, I was talking to to Mikey the other day. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, there's a lot of things that go into um, being who you are. And I think a lot of people in our fan base, um, because we've taken L so much, we're dismissive about the the actual life things that go on in a player's life to a point where they may never play the way they played before. Right. If if you think about it, I mean, when you go through all these changes, he he got here, you got to realize... We didn't, that Browns didn't draft him. So you usually when you draft somebody, there's some, there's a cachet that comes with it because we took you. We, you were one of our own, but really, gee, if you think about what they
3: gave up to get him, it was way more than a draft
0: pick, but they're
3: way more into this guy than just one draft pick. but,
4: But here's the thing. That's the, that's the organization. We talk about the fan base, right? The fa- so when you when the well, fan- you win those. You win the fan base over by winning games. So here's the thing: if you if you've already been suspended and you ain't been on the field, right? right. Yeah. If you already came with the allegations and, and and you know the fans are kind of upset about that, you only played three games. You only played one of the games well this year, so your play isn't all that great. And now you're day to day with an injury. So you're he's not winning them over. So you're not winning. Actually, you done lost some people. Sure. Because we're just seeing you play well, and you yeah. hurt. Uh, Mike, I know you gotta read. I want to ask one question of
3: Jason that I think is pertinent and you're the guy to answer it. Uh he was at, Deshaun was asked some pretty crazy questions this week, like are are you divorcing LeBron? You want to divorce LeBron? Yeah. Like that was I thought that was like a little aggressive, but he did try to dispel the notion that there's two camps and there's factions. Is there, in your mind? Do you feel that there's any friction right now? between teammates and Deshaun, management and Deshaun, or Deshaun to teammates and Deshaun to management?
0: I don't I don't have any evidence to say yes that there is. I'm sure that there's – I said frustration a couple of weeks ago and everyone went nuts. I, I'm sure from his vantage point, I'm sure there's a lot of frustration right now because he said yesterday, I worked my ass off to get back. I worked so hard to get back and now I have this injury. Right. You know, so I – I don't know that it's divided lines, and it it will. I I watched it with LeBron and the Cavs. It does get to that point where there's a, a clear break, and they're over here and they're over here. He's unmovable though. No, he is, and I and I don't think it's at that point. I don't think, maybe something changes, maybe that answer changes in three months or six months, but yeah, the, he's not going anywhere because of that contract. They can't. It's no. it's literally impossible to move him because of the dead cap hit right now. If they did try to do something with him, so he's not going anywhere. They got, if anything. You know they're clearing out the brown side of it because he's gonna be here, but I don't think it's at that point. I don't think it's, 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 but I do think, sort of what G was saying, he's had, and every time I say this, I preface it with, you know, some of his self infliction, yes, but the, the, uh, the emotional that he's been through and the mental that he's been oh. through the last couple of years, and then to be able to finally get back on the football field and do what you love. And now to not play up to your standard, and now to have this injury on top of it, and for the first time, it is like he was beloved at Clemson. He was yes. beloved in the NFL, yeah. and he went from that to public enemy number one. He right. is the number one villain in the NFL, and for whatever reason, he just feeds into it because he looks, he seeks it out on social well, media. Well, he said yesterday, he said he that sees I see it all, everything, and that's, that's the worst thing to he me. Could do. I so agree. It just, it just makes it worse. So I have no doubt he's not in a good space right now, just because of everything he's already been through and everything that's now happening to yeah. him. It's a tough situation. It's a for real me.
3: mental test. Absolutely. For sure.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'm,
3: I'm glad you brought up the social media stuff. Cause we touched on it on the show yesterday. I just think he needs to unplug. Oh, I, 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 I said that. Yeah. What good comes from you just seeing it. all the criticism and all the darts tune that out. Yeah. Do what you do and make your number one
0: priority has to be returning to Houston. Deshaun. He has to somehow find a way to find peace. Yes, And yeah. and and LeBron, I'm not comparing Deshaun to LeBron, but LeBron went through this when he went to Miami and he became the he villain. He tried to
3: embrace being the villain.
0: And it didn't work. Fail. He loves to be loved. He needed to be loved. It lasted for one year and he's like, I can't do this. And eventually he got it all back. Yeah, but it's going to be,
2: Deshaun this will, is will never different. be loved. Yeah, this is, is maybe much in different. Cleveland if he plays well. He's Listen, never going to be loved outside of Cleveland. He takes his team to a Super Bowl. It fixes everything I mean, here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one talks and who cares about,
0: about national? Nobody talks about Kobe. Nobody talks about Ben and nope. all the stuff that they've right. Winning been. a race is a lot of stuff. But he's, still, right. at, he's still in the muck right now. Yeah, he's, he not, he's not even starting the climb yet.
1: All right, Mike. We've got to do a really quick topic before we bring in, Tim Couch. Before we get to that. Jace Medical is the place you need to go if you are ever in need of emergency antibiotics in a pinch. Jace, the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you peace of mind so you're not just hoping to have access to that kind of medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have that medication in hand, and it's simple. They handle everything. From the online evaluation to the licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation, so don't get caught prepared. Especially with lo- promo code locked on, you get twenty dollars off those life-saving antibiotics at jasemedical.com. That is j a s e medical.com. We gotta do this quickly before we bring in Tim. But Jed Will's guys was limited in practice on Wednesday. Did not practice on Thursday. His status is TBD for Sunday. Jack Conklin's out. To Juan Jones is filled in admirably. If Jed Will's can't go. It is James Hudson who will have to line up at left tackle for P.J. Walker and protect his blind side. I can't believe I'm asking this after all we've talked about Jed Wills throughout the season, but, G. Bush, how big of a loss would it be for the Browns on Sunday if Jed Wills is unable to suit up?
4: I mean, the problem is Jed Wills, you know, he's played a little He's played, He's played. a little bit better the last couple of weeks, um, but the guy behind him, um, Hudson, is, is. he don't want no parts of that. Uh, I, it's it's a shame that you say man I'd like to have Jedrick Wills I'm even when when I looked at it like this I'm trying to think if if, if Luke Whipler who could they put out there like because I, I don't want to put James Hudson out there um, Jed has played a little bit better um, you know he still has some mistakes out there at left tackle but um, this is another reason w- why you know I wouldn't have Deshaun Watson being out there especially if you got a left tackle that is not um, that's not as, as good at pass blocking as Jedrick Wilson. He's had his problem. so it, it'll be it'll be something. Uh, we're gonna find out what kind of depth they have. I think they might have to actually get creative a little bit um, and move some guys around. Um, I don't know if they say, "Hey, let's put DeJuan Jones at left tackle." I doubt it. Um, he's, he's doing right good, good on the right hand side, but for me, it's a big deal. Um, it's another guy that you got to find to get ready right now you got to worry about the snap count when you're talking about left tackles playing in that, uh, that hostile environment, not hearing checks and different things like that. And another reason it's kind of tough is now you're going to have Joe botonio not having that communication with a guy who he's never played next to. You know, he's going to be tapping him on the shoulder. Hey, Joe, what I got on this play. Hey, tapping him on the shoulder. Is it a double team right here to the next level? Hey, 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 what, what, what is this on again? We talked about that when uh, Dewan made his first start. why it was in his ear the whole game, and yep. it ended up affecting Wyatt's play yep. Yep. at
0: right guard. You could easily see the same.
4: Especially when you're doing twix, in T-Wiz, Texas, and trying to, you know, pick up blitzes. That's the big part. Especially when you got a quarterback that's going to hold the ball a, little, a lot longer than P.J. Walker. So, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, Jedrick
2: Will sucks ass, and no offense. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I think it's a big deal. No <laughs> offense, but he sucks
3: ass. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> a couple things your on backup. that. The backup you, is bad. You know what this reminds me of? Junior high, you got a girlfriend, you think you're going to upgrade for the dance. You've been talking to a girl that you say is a lot prettier with more personality. And Damn. you find out, just before you get ready to ask her, that your buddy asked her and she said yes. And now you're looking at your old girlfriend like, you know, she's not so bad after all. <laughs> well. To me... Jed, we, Jed Wills has been our punching bag. And for part of the season, I think rightfully so. However, he's back to average. The last two games, right, he's, he has, he's graded out very well for whatever that's worth. I'm not going to use it to help my case here because they're dead to me. But just the eye test, he's done a significantly better job. And I, I asked somebody on the panel earlier this week or last week, Do we think that he finally got the – he reached the tipping point where his pride said, okay, enough of this, and he's gone to another level? To me, that's what it looks like. He's been –
2: boy, you have to admit, the last two weeks, he has not been been the deficiency that he was early in the season. I I, I don't – I'm not buying that James Hudson couldn't be just as good. We haven't seen him that much either. I mean, I know everybody remembers that Pittsburgh game where he was particularly bad, but I just don't think it's that big a deal in the end. I – you know they survived without Joel Batonio a week, and they won against a better team in San Francisco. And he's a much more, a much better player than Jedrick Wills. I, I just don't. You know, yes, I obviously I'd rather have Jedrick Wills even with his deficiencies. I just don't think the difference between the two is that big a deal. Their offense has got all kinds of problems. I, I think you're that's being awfully quiet over the least there. I'm problems. just
0: going back to my freshman year homecoming and the girl I took to the dance. <laughs> took her to Chi-Chi's. And then all we right. got to the dance. She didn't dance with me all night. She was with another dude Maybe all night. Maybe
2: her to a nice <laughs> restaurant. There she was a group
0: Chi of... It. it was the Ohio State game that Robert Smith ran against USC. was on the TV at Chi-Chi's. Wow. And we get to the dance, and she danced. I won't use names. She danced with this other dude all night, and I sat in the corner drinking punch. Wow. You still got PTSD
3: on I do. So, so I brought up some bad fresh, memories. Freshman year okay, homecoming. let's snap hey, out of it and happened? get to Jed Wills. <laughs> yeah. That's
7: where I got... Broken. She ended up
3: marrying him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, what's your take on this? Because you watch him very closely, and you see
0: he's been on an upward trajectory. I, I think it's I think it's a drastic step back from Judd Wilson to James Hudson. Yeah. I do, and you know I was the one screaming Judd's average, Judd's average, and then he was absolutely horrible. The first couple of games i don't think james hudson's average do your eyes tell you the same thing that ours sort of do is that he he's he's improved the last couple he's of weeks. been better for sure he's and and that's like the guy that i was trying to defend we've finally seen it the last couple of weeks yeah that's the guy i was trying to defend over the summer of he's not as bad as we make him out to be he's not elite by any means but i always thought he was average and then he came out this year i don't know what that was the first couple of games no one does but the last couple of games is back to sort of that He's acceptable, you know, he's he's at least passable there. Yeah. And Hudson. Now is, we want to go to the dance with him and he might not be available. Don't the, go to Chee
3: Chee's. The last thing. You <laughs> don't need. take him to Chee Chee's. Chee RIP Chee Chee's. That place was great. Man. <laughs> fried ice cream? Oh, that was, was great. That it was great. No, that was Chee Chee's. Okay, okay, fried thanks. ice cream was Chee yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we have a read first or do we just bring Tim right in?
1: It's a real quick read, but we're going to remind the good people that at 12 30. We hop over from YouTube to Channel 3 on WKYC. You can watch if you're not in the Cleveland market by downloading the WKYC Plus app or the WKYC app on your smartphone. You can watch 30 minutes of brand new, never before seen or talked about content about the Browns and Seahawks upcoming game on Sunday, including some pre-written headlines and a top five players draft, which I promise you is going to be very contentious. So with that, let's welcome in our QB1. It is the one and only Tim Cowley. What's up, Tim? What's up, guys? Tim, what do you what do you uh,
3: make of the whole? I'm sure you've been following it from Lexington. What do you make of the Deshaun Watson roller coaster that has now taken us to the point where at least he was ruled out early this week, and we know it's going to be PJ.
7: Yeah, it, it's kind of a weird deal, you know. It's uh, it's so it's so back and forth, you know. And I think um, you know, it's pretty rare you see because I think he's been cleared right by the doctors. The doctors said he was he was cleared. Um, yeah, was as far cleared. as what I've read.
3: Yeah, he was cleared the day after the injury, right. uh, you know, uh, we don't know how, but
7: Yeah, exactly. So it's weird that you know you get cleared by the doctors and, and you don't see a guy, you know, out there, but you know only Deshaun really knows how his body how his body feels. So um, you know, I've been through those kind of injuries and I know that um, you know it gets in your head a little bit where you know I'm not 100%, I know I'm not able to make the throws that I'm uh, capable of making. Uh, so it's uh you know it, it's it's tough deal. You know, it's frustrating for the fans to you know, you want, you want him out there. You know, he's such a good player and you have, um, you know, so much of the offense revolves around what Deshaun brings to the table and not having him out there is such a step back. So, uh, you know, you want him out there. It's, it's tough, but hopefully he can, they can get it figured out. Deshaun can get healthy and get back out on the field soon.
4: Uh, Tim, let me ask you this question. Um, you know, we were talking about the, the, the mental psyche, especially at quarterback, um, as the guy that's supposed to be the leader, as the guy that everybody looks to and is supposed to be the captain of the team. Um, one of the times that I always remember is, and, you know, when you were playing for the Browns, how many times you got sacked and when you got injured, uh, you know, the one time, I think it was your shoulder, you, uh, they, they booed you, right? And um, how, how were you able, first of all, did that hurt your mental psyche that, you know, your home fam was booing you, your home crowd was booing you? And two, um, how did you, how did that, that affect your, your psyche moving forward that, you know, you were injured and people may have not thought that you were injured that much or they were even upset for the simple fact that you were injured. Uh, what's your thought process in that and how it kind of juxtapose how Deshaun Watson, you know, seems a little irritated that people are questioning him being injured?
7: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, with, with my injury, when that happened to me, it was a concussion. Um, so I got knocked out on a, uh, I think it was a Sunday night game. We were playing the Ravens at home. And uh, we were getting beat, we were playing bad in the game. But that was the year we went to the playoffs, actually. So, um, you know, I was having a good year. But in that game, we weren't playing well on offense. And um, I I got hit in the head, got knocked out. And, um, you know, I don't remember the fans necessarily booing. I was kind of out of it. But, uh, you know, I just remember after the game, they put microphones in my face, which I definitely should not have been speaking to the media. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why they put me out there like that. You know, I, I certainly wouldn't have said the things that I said if they would given me, you know, a day to cool off. You know, I would have handled it much better. But in that moment, um, you know, you've just been knocked out of a game. You're, you've got a concussion. the fans are booing. It just feels like the weight of the world's coming down on you, and you get frustrated. And I said things that I that I definitely regretted. Um, but uh, you know, for for, for Deshaun, it's um, you know, it's uh, you know, I, I saw where you guys were talking about Deshaun. Said he sees everything. Like that is. Awful for a quarterback like I can't believe I didn't play in the social media era where we had, you know, to listen to people on Twitter and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. But I know if I did that I wouldn't be reading that kind of stuff, you know, and I wouldn't be listening to what people were saying. And, you know, you really just have to focus on what the people inside your locker room are talking about and and, you know, have the belief of your of your teammates and your coaches. But to go out there and say you're listening to what the media is saying and what the fans are saying, uh, you know, on social media and all that kind of stuff, I think it only hurts you mentally. Like, it's how do you, you know, how do you, um, you know, have the confidence in yourself after reading that kind of stuff? You know, it's very difficult. You know, people say, I can block it out. I just want to, you know, but you you really can't. You know, that that, that stuff affects you. When the fans are booing, uh, people are complaining. They're questioning your toughness. They're questioning, uh, do you want to be out there? You're making this much money, or you, you know, you are you just content with all the money you've made now? You don't even really want to play. You hear all those things. That, that's difficult as a player, and I, I don't know why he would want to see that. But um, you know, each guy's a little different, so I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I would have went the the opposite route of that one,
2: Tim. You know, first of all, Bernie was here in studio just gushing about how much he loves you yesterday. Uh, he's he's your biggest fan, no doubt. He he loves you. He was talking about all the injuries you played through. You know, I think there's a major flaw in sports in general but especially in football. You guys when you're playing, you're young, you're great athletes. You know, sometimes guys like me who did not play, we can be dismissive of guys uh, you know, careers who maybe weren't great, you know whatever whatever. Guy like I'll knock Jed Jedrick Wills cuz he I don't think he's that good. But I know I know down deep when I'm thinking about it rationally t- just to get to the NFL even if you play for two years, Dustin Fox, who I, who I did a show with for 12 years, he played in the league for three years. There's a million, million guys out there that would kill to play in the NFL for three years. I'm not gonna, We shouldn't scoff at anybody's career. So there's a pressure to play in the NFL. There's outside of some, guys like Watson and a few other guys. There's not a lot of guaranteed money. So there's the pressure to make money. There's a the pressure to take care of your family when you know that maybe by 30, you don't know what the hell you're going to do with the rest of your life. Okay? But I think it is imperative for the doctors and the coaches to be better than that. Like, there are times probably you played, and I understand why you played. And there are times where Bernie played, and I understand why Bernie played. But I think there had to be somebody that said, Tim, you can't play. You can't. I'm doing what's best for you. And I know that's easy for me to say as a non-player. But I feel like organizations do this all the time. Well, we got to win. We need Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson can't play at a winning level, then what's the point? You're just hurting him and hurting the team anyway. We need I, – I, I think it's better than it was when you were playing and when Bernie was playing, but it's still not good enough. I know I rambled for a while. Fair, unfair, what do you think?
7: No, I think that's fair. You know, it's certainly different than when especially when Bernie played and when I played of you know the you know the the, the trainers and the coaches, they, they were gonna do anything to get you back out on the field. Um, you know, just if, if you could get out there and you could play, you you were going, you know, and and you know, in my mindset when I was a player was, you know, I, I'm gonna play. You know, unless I have a broken bone or I just had surgery, like I'm gonna play through any injury that I can play through. And it was just kind of a kind of that mindset that that we had. Um, you know, and even though doctors were saying, hey, you probably shouldn't play, you're not 100%, like, you still want to be out there on the field, you just feel an obligation, or I did, I felt a very strong obligation to, you know, my teammates and my coaches and, and in the fans as well as uh, that I need to be out there, I need to be under center, they're paying me a lot of money to play this position, I need to be accountable, no matter how I feel, if I'm sick, if I'm injured, I wanted to be out there, and I know most guys have that type of mindset, and Um, You know, but, but, you know, the the Deshaun thing has been handled, you know, in my opinion, pretty poorly as far as, you know, the communication with, you know, the the training staff, the coaches and and Deshaun, they're all kind of saying a little different things. And, um, you know, so, you know, it ultimately comes down to Deshaun, you know, he he knows his body way better than any of us do any of the trainers do any of the coaches do. He knows if he's capable of going out there and playing. And from what I saw, when he was out on the field against Indianapolis, he did not look like he was ready to play football. Um, you know, I think he, he may have rushed it a little bit. You know, he may need to may need a few more weeks because, you know, he didn't play well while he was out there. He was throwing interceptions. The ball didn't look like it had a whole lot of velocity on it. Uh, so I just hope he can, you know, get himself healthy and get back out on the field and, um, you know, and get back to that form. Hopefully that what he was in Houston, that's what we all want to see. That's what we paid him to be here for. So, you know, hopefully he can get back to that soon.
1: Tim, we have spent... A lot of time on Deshaun Watson and probably justified, but we do have a game this Sunday against Seattle. P.J. Walker's quarterback won here, and he is going to lead an offense that just scored 38 points, 39 points, excuse me, into a pretty tough environment to play in. As a quarterback on the road who's not a traditional starter, what does Coach Stefanski and Walker have to figure out as far as either in-game adjustments, audibles? Like, How does a backup quarterback handle that environment on the road, especially in Seattle where... 12th man's as crazy as any fan base in the country.
7: Yeah, that's an extremely tough place to go play a game. I played a road game there as well, and it's, it's just so loud. So, you know, to me, especially for a backup, um, communication is, is key. You know, how are you going to communicate at the line of scrimmage? Because you're not going to be able – they're not going to be able to hear you more than likely on most plays. So, you know, you got to have your hand signals and everything. Uh, Everyone has to be on the same page. There's probably extra meetings going on between the quarterback and the wide receivers uh, this week about, you know, hand signals. Just getting up in front of the team and uh, in the meeting room and going through those signals, making sure everyone is on the same page. Uh, You know, and then you're using a silent count, you know. So um, the offensive line, everyone has to be uh, on the same page and communicating, and you know, where the blitz is coming from, who's sliding to who, you know, how are we going to pick these guys up? Uh, there's just a lot that goes into it, uh, you know, especially when you got a quarterback who hasn't started many games in this league, started many games with this team, and um, you know you're going on a, in a tough environment on the road like that. Trying to communicate those things is is it's extremely difficult for a starter. You know, a guy who's you know seasoned and been in the league for a long time, much less a guy who hadn't played very often, uh, especially within this system.
0: This is a stupid question, but PJ, I mentioned earlier in this. I preface all my questions that they're stupid, but. He had four practices that I can count prior to this week. He had the week of San Francisco three and he had last Wednesday before Deshaun came back Thursday, Friday. So he's had four practices. How much does practice matter in a game week preparation when you're thrust into a situation like he was last week coming in early without a lot of reps as opposed to this week where you have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm not saying he's going to be Deshaun out there, but I wonder if we can see at least some sort of incremental improvement in his play just because he knows the game plan and he takes all the first team reps all week long
7: yeah it it makes a big difference you know I think obviously you're getting more reps you're getting all those walkthrough reps as the first team guy you know when you're the backup quarterback the first team uh, the starter is out there going through all those walkthroughs throughout the week where you're going through very important stuff in those walkthroughs where you're talking about blitzes and and you know side adjustments and how you're going to handle that when you're the backup you know you're just standing behind the huddle you know kind of going through those mental reps what would I do here how am I going to do this but when you're up there and it's live and you're you're the one having to make those calls and those checks um, you know you you start to get more comfortable with that because you've done it in practice you you know what kind of what to expect when the game comes on Sunday so you know, I think it makes a big difference, you know, especially like I said, and those, those walkthroughs really help the red zone practice as well. You know, you're getting those red zone and those third down reps and practice that you normally only get a couple of if you're the backup. So just getting those extra reps and, and really understanding, you know, what the defense is going to try to do to you in certain situations. And, and, and also just the mental part of it going into the game, knowing that you're going to be the starter. You're not wondering if you know, is, is Deshaun going to make it through this whole game? Am I going to have to come in? What's the situation going to be like if I'm thrust into the game like he was last week? So, you know, you just feel more comfortable going into it as a starter. You know what's uh, what's expected of you as as a starting quarterback, and and then certainly that preparation of, of having those practices and, and being the guy all week long certainly helps a quarterback get, uh, get ready for those moments.
4: Tim, when you when there is a, a uh, backup quarterback uh, in the game. Um, you- Is this a thing? Um, Do they ever, say, for instance, you're the starter, you may uh, have a different progression than a backup has, right? Or maybe, um, you know, as a backup, they only ask you to read one side of the field. Or they, you know, they don't let you audible. Are there any, like, uh, I guess, parameters or guardrails that that Coach Stefanski um, would be looking at giving P.J. Walker in order for him to play faster or the team to be more efficient, especially when you're trying to check at the line of
6: scrimmage?
7: Yeah, I think, I think you uh, simplified a little bit, you know, especially for a guy who hasn't played a whole lot, started a lot of games. Uh, you, you don't want to give him too much, especially at the line of scrimmage. You don't want to go up there with two or three plays called and have him do a lot of checks, a lot of run checks, uh, you know, a lot of runs, to pass checks, those kind of things. Uh, that, uh, you know, you really want to, uh, you, know, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, the starters, you know, they, that, those are the guys you want to throw all that information at. These kind of, you know, when you got a backup quarterback like this who's going to be starting a game, you know, in my opinion, it's best to say, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it very simple for you. We're going to get the football out of your hand first and foremost. We're not going to take negative plays. We're not going to hold on to the ball. We're not going to take sacks. Uh, we're going to do a lot of three-step stuff. We're going to give you some screen game. We, we want to get the football out of your hand. And w- when a quarterback sees the ball completed, it just kind of builds momentum and confidence it's like a like a great shooter in basketball when they're struggling and all of a sudden they get to the free throw line and they see a couple shots go in next thing you know they heat up a little bit and it's very similar for a quarterback as well uh, just to see the ball completed you start you start feeling more confident you start getting in a little bit more of a rhythm so i think those kind of things are very important for a quarterback uh, who's making uh, you know one of his you know very few starts that he's made in the league also some play action Helps quite a bit, you know, getting the ball out to the tight end, crossing routes, little check downs over the middle, uh, just, just making sure that he's playing fast. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. Not trying to ask too much, not giving him him these big full-field reads where he's out there trying to go from one side of the field to the other. Uh, just one, two. If it's not open, check it down or run. Uh, you know, just make it simple for him like that. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure that that's the that's kind of what the game plan will be this week.
3: Tim, thanks a bunch, man. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the game thanks, on Tim. Sunday.
7: All right. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Have a good weekend.
3: Former Browns nice. quarterback Tim Couch. Uh, it is some interesting points that he made about how you would, you know, sort of streamline your offense for the backup quarterback. Um, and the hope is, to your point, Jay, that, you know, he has had a full week of practice. He's had more time to get ready for this game than any other so far. Yeah. So he should look a little bit better than he has in the past, and that might be
1: enough to get him the win. We're going to talk about some one-on-one matchups in this game in one sec, but on Saturday night, we have Ohio State versus Wisconsin. You can watch it right here on WKYC. They have a post-game show with Ted King Jr. for the Ohio State-Wisconsin game, so make sure you guys check that out on WKYC Saturday night. The post-game show also on WKYC. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.